Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome to Inside the Studio, presented by iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Joe Levy. When Craig Morgan, the guest on this episode of the Home Edition of the show, says he wants to make music that lets people know there's sun in the future, he's not really talking about the weather. Or at least, not the weather outside our heads. You know, we started the Home Edition of Inside the Studio to let you know how the pandemic has impacted the lives of artists, how it's affecting the way they make music. But Craig Morgan has a bigger story to tell. He talked with our quarantine correspondent, Jordan Runtog, about wondering if he could even get up on stage and perform music anymore after suffering a personal tragedy four years ago. He thought about re-enlisting in the Army or becoming a policeman instead. He's stuck with writing and singing songs and concentrated on positive music that he really felt people needed to hear right now. It's a moving conversation. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to check out the iHeartRadio podcast that Jordan hosts. It's called Rivals, Music's Greatest Feuds, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guest today served in the 82nd and 101st Airborne Divisions before making his mark on the country music world. Since the early 2000s, he scored hits like That's What I Love About Sunday and Redneck Yacht Club. In May, he released God, Family, Country, his first album of new material since the death of his son in 2016. He addresses the loss on the standout track The Father, My Son, and The Holy Ghost, which has topped download charts and inspired faith in an untold number of listeners. I'm happy to welcome Craig Morgan. Thank you. You hear the rain in the background? Ooh, oh, I bet you the plants need it out there. Is it hot? 
Yes, it is hot, so it's uh, much needed rain. So. I, I wanted to check on you, first of all. I saw you had a bit of an accident recently with a machete. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, it's healed up. I've already started running again. I'm a big runner and biker, so uh, that was the worst part of that, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to ride my bike or run for a few weeks. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm healed up and uh, running and getting back in shape. I'm actually headed back to Alaska uh, here pretty quick to go back up there again for a couple more weeks. Oh, well, what were you doing up there? Uh, I have a property, a place up there, a cabin off grid. Uh, it's about uh, about three and a half hours from Anchorage, about uh, 45 minutes from the nearest town, about nine miles from the nearest road. <laughs> <laughs> That's some training for the Iditarod. That sounds amazing. Uh, the training for the Iron Dog. Uh, it's, uh, it's similar to the Iditarod, but they do it on snow machines. So, so we get up there as much as we can, and and mainly just to go up there and enjoy our place and the peace. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's the best time for it. Oh my gosh, I've I've so many things to ask you. First and foremost, God, family, and country. Your first album in a number of years. What's the story you wanted to tell on this album? I don't know if I really. I got to be honest. I don't know if there was a story. Uh, I just try to record great music, write and sing songs that I think people want to hear. I will say in this case, I felt like all of this music was stuff that we need to hear. Uh, these are very uh, upsetting, troublesome, aggravating, angering times that we are dealing with. A lot brought on by the uh, the introduction of COVID. So I think it's important that we know that there is sun in the future. There's light out there. And, and I think these songs kind of portray that. Hence the name God, Family, and Country. There is a song on there called God, Family, and Country. It's an actually an older song. But, but I, I just wanted to have some positive music, even though there might be some maybe some dark undertones, like uh, in, on the song, Going Out Like This. You know, the music might lead you to believe it's a little bit uh, dark, but it's really a positive song talking about making up and not giving up. Uh, so there's a lot of that. And, and then, of course, we uh, have the hits on there that we re-recorded, some of the stuff that people are familiar with that I felt like have a, have a positive message. I mean, one of the standout tracks on the album is your version of Gavin DeGraw's Soldier. Just incredible song. You were in the armed forces for 17 years. What is it about Gavin's song that really captures the spirit of the men and women who serve? Well, I, I feel like every line in that song is a, a stand-alone line that is descriptive of the moral character of a service member. I mean, it's just so descriptive of the way I feel that the military personnel are. I mean, they have such a such a, a sense of gratitude for the most part. Now, I can't I can't speak on behalf of every service member, but I can honestly speak on every service member that I know, and I've met a bunch, and they all tend to have this sense of pride and humility, which is really difficult to balance. And they do it better than any other entity in the in the world, I believe. And and again, that song truly, I feel like, represents the kind of people that service members are, the people that are willing to put themselves in harm's way. You know, I'll be the pain. I'll take your pain. You know, I'll find I'll find the things you need. Uh, and that's what they are. They're service people. And speaking of service people, tell me about Sipping on the Simple Life. Your co-writers are... Uh to uh, Airborne Rangers. Yeah, just service people. You're right. Two Airborne Rangers. Uh, Mike and I wrote that with them in Washington, D.C. one night after a few bottles of wine and literally <laughs> sipping on the simple life. You know, it's, uh, again, another positive song talking about even though these are difficult times, I've been to places where the difficulties that we're experiencing now are of no comparison to the difficulties. We have Christians being slaughtered all over the world as we speak. The kind of stuff that they're experiencing, we truly have a great life in this country. And I think it's important that we appreciate it. And this song talks about the simple life and how to enjoy it. How did you first 
link up with Justin and Andrew? I mean, it, it's it's so incredible. How did that all go down? How did you start writing a song with them after, what was it, a, a USO gala? It was a USO gala. We were in Washington, D.C. We had finished it up, and, and one of them actually approached me. Justin said, hey, we want to write a song with you. We got a great idea. And I kind of laughed, and I said, well, it don't work that way, but uh, that's cool. I said, I'm, I'm honored. I'm kind of honored, but, you know, it really don't work that way. And he said, no, you got to write with us. And I said, no, I don't. He goes, no, you do. You're airborne. We're airborne. You know, we gotta, you gotta write with us. And I'm like, no. So, does that happen often to you? Like people coming up to you and being like, hey, we gotta write with you. Uh, people say it, but generally not as insistent. Forceful. <laughs> I didn't say forceful. I said it's insistent. <laughs> but you know what? I thought about it and we didn't have anything going on the next day. We were leaving early to get on a plane. So I thought I got nothing to lose. And they were their service members and we do share that. And I thought, well, you know, I'm not going to be an ass and not sit down with them. I at least want to enjoy their company. And we did. We had a blast. I wouldn't say we've become like super tight <laughs> friends or nothing, but we stay in touch. I've done a few things with Justin since doing some more things with him and for the military where he's involved. Uh, and Andrew, if he weren't in Germany, we'd probably be doing more with him right now. So I look forward to when he gets home and we get to spend more time together. I've made friends because of that song. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, that's quite a reason to get into music, making friends. Yeah, Justin says that they had uh, the majority of it written. But as I recall, they didn't even have a really good idea. Mike and I sat down and really helped them out. <laughs> that's in case he watches. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, we'll cut that part out. <laughs> no, leave it there. I pick on him all the time. <laughs> oh, it incredible series of songs in there. Of course, the standout for me, one of my favorites, and I know other people have said this too, and I understand if it's difficult for you to talk about, but I wanted to ask you about uh, The Father, My Son, and The Holy Ghost, uh, a song written for your son, Jerry. How did that song come to be? It sounds like it was divine intervention in a way. It was, in fact, divine intervention. It was a God thing. I tell people that all the time. I, I think I'm a decent writer, but I, I wouldn't consider myself a Harley Allen or any of the great Dean Dillons or nothing. But this was very much the, the caliber of that. I would say even greater than anything, but not because of me, but because of God. It was a difficult song to write. It took me about four hours, which in, that in and of itself is not normal. It normally takes sometimes days to write a song of that caliber. Again, I attribute that to God and His intervention. I was just the vessel. I held the pen and cried the tears and hurt while he put those words out there for me. And I, quite honestly, when I wrote it, I didn't think it would ever be something that I would ever sing in public. But I also appreciate that God did that. And it's important that I do sing it because the response has been overwhelming. And seeing it now, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I, I now see why he did it, because this song has helped so many other people. I wish I could tell you that it's helped me, but it doesn't help me to sing this song. In fact, it hurts every time I sing it. But that's okay. That's the cross that I must bear. And and I do it because I know that it does help other people. And I think it's important that we do that as a society. You know, in our human race, we've kind of gotten away from that. We've kind of gotten away from caring about other people and kind of thinking, focusing more on ourselves and how we feel. You know, you see it on all the social media platforms. I don't like this. I don't like that. Instead of thinking about how we're impacting other people's lives. And I think it's important that we do that. And this song does that. It's an incredible song. And as you said, it, it means so much to so many people. Has there been anything that a fan has said to you that's, that's really stuck with you and, and, and been particularly meaningful in response to the song? Oh, gosh. Numerous, numerous stories. The one thing that I, I noticed when people would Facebook me, send me a Facebook message or send me an Instagram message or whatever, however I get these messages through all of the platforms. They say, I love how most of them start out with, I know you will probably never read this, but, 
and they tell me their story. And after reading a few of them, I was adamant about ensuring that people knew that I do read every one of those. I read them every one myself. In fact, on a plane coming home from somewhere, I was with my wife and I was reading them and my wife said, what's wrong? And I said, nothing. Why? And she said, you got tears running down your face. I said, none. And I sure enough did. I had been reading those and my wife said, why do you do that? I said, because they told me. They wanted to tell somebody, and I think it's important that I hear it, uh, and they know that I read them. I might not respond. In fact, I don't respond to most of them because that entails a long conversation usually, and I just don't have the heart, uh, the hurt, the pain. Uh, It's a lot more. So, But I do read them all, and I bear their pain, and I share it, and that's something that we don't like. Parents that have lost a child say that. You know, We are part of a group of people that we don't want to be a part of, but we are. So... But I do read them all, and and there have been a lot of very impacting stories. The one that has hung with me to date still, and it was early on in the life of the song. In fact, I think it was after the Kelly Clarkson airing, and that was like the second or third time that it became the most downloaded song of all genres on there. But a man said something. He said he was taking his daughter to school. He said, I've never lost a child. I can't imagine what that pain must be. Never heard of you didn't know your music, was listening to the airing of Kelly Clarkson. And I heard this song and it made me pull over to the side of the road and cry, thinking about my daughter who I just dropped off at school. And I thought, man, this song is impacting someone who can't even relate to what the song was truly about. And and he told me, went on to say that he had gotten out of church, he'd gotten away from him, but he prayed. This song caused him to think that way. And I'm thinking, that's exactly why I did it. That's what God wanted to happen. And it did happen. And if I don't, and it's numerous stories like that. But that one really stuck with me because it made me realize that it's not about me. It's not about my hurt, my cross, my pain. And maybe not even his. It's what God intended. And to hear him say that and how it caused him to pray. And he's thinking about that and his daughter. And I mean, that's. That's what music does, and that's what we as entertainers and singers and songwriters, that's what we really should be striving for, is to have that kind of an impact, and less about trying to have a number one song on country radio, which is important. I don't undervalue that at all, but I think we should focus more on trying to do, again, do something good with what our talents and our gifts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Was there ever a moment when you considered stepping back from music and maybe not, not doing it anymore in the midst of all this? Or, or did you always know music was, was always, that was going to be your North Star? Oh, I'm still not sure. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I mean, you know, when I first left the military and started pursuing the music, there was about three or four years there, and I had songs that were hits on the radio. I mean, Almost Home was a huge hit. And even then, I was unsure if this was what I was intended to do or what I really thought I should be doing, so to speak. It wasn't until about 2008, when I was made a member of the Grand Ole Opry, that I felt like this is what I'm supposed to do, and I've made my mark, and I'm here to stay. That's a pretty good sign, being made a member. Yeah, uh, but it took something so uh, huge for someone like myself to accept it. I, I kept saying, you know, maybe I should go back in the army. Maybe I should be a policeman. Maybe I should do this. This isn't really, you know, I didn't, I, I wasn't sure. But then fast forward to 2016 when, when our son died, I really considered not going back at all. I didn't know if, I just didn't know if I, I had the ability to do it. I didn't know if I could get on stage and sing without being emotional. And I'm a man's man. And I, you know, I thought, oh, I'm going to end up fighting with somebody. They're going, you know, or whatever. There's a lots of thoughts that ran through my mind, and I really was contemplating whether or not I should even uh, get back. And after you know taking some time off and looking at it, I realized my son would want me to, to do this. He loved me doing this, and I knew that he would want me to do this, especially if it meant by doing this, I'm able to do more for other people, and that is the reality. If I weren't doing this, we couldn't do the things that we're doing in our, in our life outside of the music. Yeah, and, and as you said, your music itself helps so many people, and I want to talk to you about a, uh, a song. It didn't make the album, but you shared it on social media recently, The Mask, which you, you dedicated to the frontline workers. And it's funny, the title seems like it was inspired by the pandemic, but you'd had that one around for a while, right? Yeah, we actually we actually wrote that song before 
the pandemic it had nothing to do with the physical mask you wear. It was talking about the mask that we all put on to sometimes get through our day. In particular, I was particularly thinking about soldiers at the time and law enforcement officers and whoever. People that go out and put themselves in harm's way or take that. Sometimes they have to put on a brave front. That was the mask that I was referring to. And it did not make the album cut for whatever reason. Uh, and I think a lot of that because when we were working on the album, I just felt like it didn't kind of fit in. And I, I'm not sure that I had it tweaked to, to the sweetness that it is now. I think there was a few things that I did after the fact, after the album came out, and I felt like this was a strong song, especially in light of all that was going on with our frontline warriors out there, our doctors, nurses, EMTs and law enforcement officers, all these people out there who were taking a chance on getting this virus, but still doing their jobs. And so then we have not only the invisible mask that they put on, but the actual physical mask that they were wearing. And so we, we released it out as an individual single for people with a portion of the proceeds going to help our frontline people. A great track. And, and your album also revisits five songs from earlier in the, your career. Um, what was it like revisiting some of those? Have the meetings changed for songs like, you know, that's what I love about Sunday or A Lot of Man and That Little Boy? Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. A Lot of Man and That Little Boy was a song that I had not even listened to or thought about for a long time. And now that song is... is is compounded emotionally for me based on everything that's happened in my life. And that little man that I wrote that song about has grown up. That was my firstborn son who is now... That was like 15 years ago, right? Yeah, so he's a lot older. He's a grown young man. So it really allowed me to reminisce about that time in our life. That song did for me. And it's a great song. I thought it's... I just really love what that song said. And it's a positive message. And I think we need to be teaching our children these same messages today. And for me, upcoming grandchildren, you know, you know, we need to be instilling and in, because I, I had a dear friend, you know, say we're not raising boys, we're training future young men. And same with our daughters. You know, we're not training daughters, we're raising future young women. This is the future of our world. So we need to be teaching them the, the right things, great ethics and kindness and love and those things that we should be doing. But anyway, so that's what that song kind of was for me. That's what I love about Sunny it was such a huge hit, still a big hit, still played a lot. And that song still holds everything that it held for me the day that we recorded it still holds true for me today. I still get the same images in my oh, mind. That's good to hear. Was it was it hard to choose what songs you were going to revisit for this? I mean, you got so many. Was it hard to pick the five? It was. Uh, and I will say that process uh, involved more than just myself. We collectively, between myself, management, label, everybody kind of pitched in their two cents worth. And the songs that received the most attention were the songs that ended up getting Recorded. Done by committee. That's a good way to do it. Lots of people's input. I see you're in, in lockdown now. I'm glad to hear you've been you've been going up to Alaska a bit, but I see people reacting to lockdown in so many different ways. You've got some people who are, are doing every home improvement thing <laughs> they possibly can and are baking bread and they're teaching themselves to, to make all sorts of stuff. And then you got the people that are just really <laughs> having a hard time getting motivated and feeling really kind of like, oh, well, I've got another day. How have you been feeling? You've been feeling really productive or the other the other way? You covered both. I, I cover the gamut. There are literally yeah. days I wake up and go, I just don't want, I, this shit's got to be over soon. I don't want to do nothing. I'm going <laughs> to lay here. I'm not a video gamer, but like I might put a game on and play for like four hours and just numb my brain to nothing mush, you know. But then the next day I go out and I build a set of stairs and I, I go bush hog. I, I spent, yesterday I was on a tractor pulling a bush hog, cutting brush for nine hours. That's all I did for nine hours. I'm burnt from the sun. How are you awake right now? <laughs> yeah, so it, I, I, I cover the gamut. So I can relate to what anyone out there might be going through. I'm very fortunate. We have a lot of property. So I can get out 
and and go run. I can run my six or eight, ten miles and not not have to worry about being around a bunch of people. But I'm also out there on all that property, and it's sometimes just me and my wife, you know. And I love her more than the air I breathe. But after <laughs> a few days, <laughs> enough said. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sure I get on her nerves, her nerves worse than, uh, she gets on mine, but no way. I've taken up painting. I started doing some painting. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you know, you just got to do things. I'm a big believer in a body in motion stays in motion. A body at rest stays at rest. So, and I believe the same thing about our minds. We got to stay active, you know, play word games. Even if you just walk, walk outside, walk around the house, do something. You can't just sit on your butt and expect it to not get any bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the lift time? <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are, are you working on uh, on new music now? What have you been, have you been writing? Uh, a little bit. I haven't written as much as a lot of guys. I'm not crazy about the Zoom writing sessions. I write off of energy, and I'm a very energetic person. Even for the ballad stuff, I require that. So it's a little more difficult for me to write the way a lot of people are having to write right now. 
So I'm only writing with a very few select people who I know are quarantining so that we feel comfortable enough to at least get in the same room, even though we may not be, you know, right across from each other, high-fiving and hugging like we normally would. At least we can see each other and feel the energy and, and use that energy to write. Are you superstitious about writing at all? Is there like an instrument you always play or a place you always like to work or a certain time of day or anything like that? No, I believe you write when you, I'm fortunate because of the success that we have had in writing and with our career that I try to write when I want to write and when I feel like writing. I've been the guy who in the past wrote every day, five days a week. I went into offices in Nashville. We would sit down, we would write, sometimes write two songs, go home. It was a job. I'm fortunate enough now that I write when I want to write, if I feel like writing. And I like that because I feel like I write better. I write less, but I write better. And I feel like I'm creating better quality material now, doing it when I want to do it and when I feel driven to do it. And that's, that's what happens. A lot of songwriters, when we are writing good, we all call each other and like, man, I wrote a hit. And they go, funny, I did too. Must be something in the air. And that's the way it happens. You know, it's just like it, when you when I feel pressured or pushed to write, I will write. And and no instruments, no craziness. People that write with me say that I pace a lot. I'll go in and out of the room. I can literally write two songs with two different people at the same time. Uh, I'll go from one room to the other. A lot of that has to do with my OCD and my ADD. So <laughs> two songs at once? Well, I've I've never even heard of that. Wow! And you can keep the melodies straight and all the the harmonies and everything all. Oh yeah, completely. Wow, yeah, it's like you one of those people that can like write with both hands at the same time or something like that too. That's no, I can't do that. But I, but I, I think I can uh, multitask kind of when it comes to writing. I, I'm able to do that. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it happens. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mentioned painting. What have you been painting? You know, we have a family business called the Gallery at Morgan Farms. It's a gallery and we sell art. Most of the art is wood stuff that I make. I've created bowls from knots of logs and charcuterie boards out of old hundred-year-old barn wood and different things like that. Uh, we also sell some paintings from different things, different people. So I decided, decided one day I had these three old saws. I was going to paint on the saw. So I painted a landscape of a old building with some mountains behind it. I was thinking about Alaska. Oh, I'm a big fan of Bob Ross now. Yeah, man. joy of painting. Oh, man. Oh, hey, slap that brush. That's the most exciting part. <laughs> That's the best part. Whenever I need to chill out at the end of the day, I throw on the joy of painting and just watch him like get his painting knife out and make a mountain. No, it's great. Dude, I just watching him is like the it's like doing acid. (laughs) I've never done acid, but people tell me what it does. And I get the same effect from Bob Ross. Like, oh it's awesome. Oh, it's just, it's the best. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. Oh, man. Now you make me want to go put them on and try a hand at painting. I've never tried that, but. <laughs> oh, so I guess, is, is there a silver lining of, of, of quarantine for you? It sounds like this might be it. Well, the first couple of months, it was kind of like a forced vacation, which was kind of nice, you know, doing things that I got, like you said at the beginning of this, uh, the, the chores, I got everything done on our farm that I've been putting off for two years. Literally. I'm not kidding. I worked wow. and we have gotten everything done. And then after I finished everything, it's like, what do we do now? So I would go to my place in Alaska and spend two or three weeks up there. Uh, so we just been kind of working and fiddling, but it's like now I'm starting to get angry because I'm ready to go to do do something else. I'm tired of doing chores. And my, my wife's chore list doesn't stop. I mean, every time I think I've got a break and I'm going to be able to relax a little bit, she has a list, a new list of crap for me to do. So 
Uh, I think it's good. Uh, it has caused us to think about other things. We've focused more. We do this Fridays at 4, live stream on Facebook. It, it's caused us to get more creative. When you think of generating sources of revenue within the industry, we've had to think about that. We are doing shows. We have some shows that are coming up, but since we're talking, and we're going to talk about it on my Fridays at 4 as well, we are going to be extremely pressing on our promoters and everyone involved to try to ensure that people are adhering to the social distancing requirements that are put forth in areas that you need to wear a mask wear a mask look I'm, whether they work or not I don't really know there's so much damn information out there who knows what to believe but what I will say and what I tell my people and what I adhere to is if it makes someone else feel more comfortable if I think it don't work if it makes that older lady feel more comfortable about being around me then I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it for that time now, having said that I try to separate myself from people as much as I can so I don't have to wear it <laughs> Uh, just because I don't like the way it feels. But we're going to, you know, do everything that we can to ensure that we're at least doing our part. I can't make people out there do everything that we're going to be doing. But we hope that they're going to at least adhere to the requirements that the show is asking of them so that we can do the shows. Otherwise, we won't be able to do shows at all, you know. And there are people doing shows and they're doing these things and it's working. We're going to ask that when we do our few little shows, and we're not doing a bunch. We canceled a lot of stuff. Promoters canceled a lot of stuff. In fact, it's canceling daily. We have three or four shows left and I don't know if they're going to happen. But the ones that do happen, we're going to do our part and we're going to ask people to do their part. And if they don't do their part, then they might be asked to not be there. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Who knows? If you want to hear live music and you don't want to watch it on a damn movie screen, I mean, I can do that. We could go make a video and film ourselves and then put it up on a video screen. But I would rather stand up on the stage and perform and yell and scream and answer questions and stuff. But we can only do that if the fans are doing what they're asked to do. So, and, and that ain't fun. It ain't, it's not back to where we were. And I think we will get there someday. We will be back to where we were. If you could snap your fingers and have everything go back to normal, pandemic's over, lockdown's over, everything's back to the way it was, what would be the first thing that you would do? A big ass show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be the first thing, probably. I mean, the other stuff I kind of do anyway, I'll be honest. There's, uh, aside from wearing a mask when we go in the grocery store or, you know, not being around people that much, my friends, you know, we don't get to see them as much. We do that. But some of our friends, we do. The guys that we know are quarantining. If I know they've been in their house or not been out doing stupid stuff for 14 days, and I see them, well, you know, we visit. You know, I'm not licking on their faces. I lick my wife's face. I kiss her face. So I ain't, if she gets it, I'm going to get it. And that is what it is. I can't change that. Unless she gets it and I know about it and I don't have it, then she's going to sleep in a different bedroom for a while. Yeah, no, I'll be with her. I mean, you know, shoot, that's part of it, you know, you know, but, but the other people and the other thing. Yeah, I would definitely, we would go do a big freaking show and let everybody stand there and toast America, you know? Yeah. You little crowd surfing. <laughs> oh, for sure. Not having to worry about it. Oh, well, Craig Morgan, thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you all very much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio Home Edition, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio and other shows from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.